I'm Lauren Dimmitt Waters. I'm a New York City-based blogger and influencer who has been covering beauty, fashion, and lifestyle for what seems like forever. But now I'm a woman in midlife who wants to discover all the secrets to growing younger. I'm ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, wellness, and longevity. I'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, I'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey called life with a little humor and a lot of attitude. I want to keep fighting the fight so we can all grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Beauty is a Bitch. I am really excited for this topic today. My guest today is Hane Sagiri. She is an entrepreneur, biochemist, anti-aging industry disruptor, and a mom. Her holistic California-based skincare brand called Chiral is the culmination of a lifelong mission to improve lives and increase longevity. All of this, by the way, speaks to me at a very deep level. She combines her business acumen, bioscience knowledge, and passion for empowering women to be beautiful and financially free. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Okay. I, okay. I'm so excited to talk about this because we, today the topic is our makeup bag and why it could be bad for your health. And the reason mm-hmm. I'm excited for this is because I, I showed her mine. We can see each other on video, but uh, my makeup bag uh, that goes in my, my purse that I carry everywhere. And I'm, a, I'm almost, well, I'm because I'm an open book, I'll admit anything, but I'm, I'm almost ashamed that it's sort of like the black hole of death, maybe. And it could be hurting me, but I like toss things in here. And then once in a while I clean it out, but probably not enough. So every woman I know has some sort of a makeup bag. I even know women that put it like in a Ziploc baggie or whatever, but you know, you need to have like your essentials with you. But, um, first why can our, how and why can our makeup bag be bad for our health? So Um, most of us, when we use our makeup bag, we're not washing our hands, cleansing it and and using our makeup bag. Right. So we're, we're carrying a lot of germs with us naturally. Right. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, makeup bags starts accumulating, especially beauty blenders. Actually, there was a study that was done. 93% of people do not wash their beauty blenders. And if you think about it, the beauty blender has all the, because their skin naturally has bacteria, good, bad, all these different things. Right. (laughs) Excuse me. So people moisten their beauty blenders, they apply the makeup to their face, and now that absorbs all the bacteria from your skin, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. And now it's a breeding ground. It's a perfect breeding ground because your makeup bag is closed, it's sealed, so there's no exposure to the sun or air or whatnot, and it's just the perfect breeding ground for bacteria to take off, right? Oh. To colonize, and, and so now next time you use it, you're taking that same bacteria, you're putting it back on your face, grabbing some more. I mean, if you can imagine, this becomes a really icky. <laughs> it's like layer upon layer was what you're oh, saying. Yeah. Totally, totally. Grossness. Yeah. And actually it's funny because um, there was a recent study that came out in the Applied Microbiology uh, Journal that said a makeup bag can leave users at risk of skin infections, blood poisoning, and even death in extreme circumstances. So just imagine, this is like dangerous stuff, right? And no one really thinks about it that way. Oh, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I mean, I use a beauty blender, but I, that I don't put in my makeup bag because I tend to put my foundation on at home. Like I don't, uh, 
but I, so I don't, but when I travel, it certainly goes in my makeup bag mm-hmm. and I do, I do clean mine. I do. I'm pretty good about after every use. Wow. Uh, no, okay. well, no, maybe not. I, without, <laughs> no, but like once a week. So that's worse mm, than yeah. Well, not. Oh, well, that's, that's still better than most people, including myself. I'm guilty of it too. I, I know I, this I, stuff, I'm and sure I'm still guilty. Not, I'm sure most people. Are guilty. <laughs> and yeah. I like the beauty blender because it really does. Um, I, I apply my foundation with my fingers. You know, I just mm-hmm. and then I kind of use that to kind of go over and smooth, you know, make sure it gets in like all the, all the right places. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did learn the trick and I did share this on my social, on I think on Instagram, how to clean it. So, you know, I put it in a bowl with some soapy water You done, uh, and then you nuke it for a minute and then, uh-huh, you, uh-huh. and then you can see when you squeeze it out, like all the the makeup and stuff coming out of in the water. And you just do that until the water runs, runs clean. Clear. Uh-huh. Um, but that's gross. Now I'm no, like, do, you, do you use dish soap or do you use uh, regular soap? I use, I use like a antibacterial, like dish soap kind of, you know, thing. And I have shown how to do it, but I mean, I don't do it after every, I mean, I have to say I don't, I thought I was pretty good by doing it once a week. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, luckily our skin has, um, has a defensive, I mean, it's, it's the biggest organ in your body. And let's right. like, what does it realistically do? It, it stops pathogens from coming in, but don't forget there's blood vessels underneath our skin, right. And, and kind of embedded within our skin. So a lot of those toxins go straight to your blood vessel, right? They get absorbed and they're, they're going straight right into the system. So we have to be so, very, very cautious. And especially well, like mascara and things like let's, that. Let's talk about that. Wait, one thing I just want to show you that what I do sure. have in my makeup bag is my compact, which mm-hmm. by the way is, it is sort of like a foundation powder, which I'll put on. Mm. And then I just notice, like I'll dab it on my nose, you know, especially in the summer now that's I'm looking, it can look a little hot and greasy. Um, <laughs> so, but it has, I just realized it's it basically, it is like a beauty blender, almost like yeah. a, it looks, it looks like a, like a powder puff, but it's a sponge. So I mm-hmm. guarantee this is bad. Yeah. I'm holding yeah. it off by the way. So, ew. now yeah. I'm gross. I'm going to go clean this as soon as we're done. <laughs> uh, I'm so grossed out right now. Um, okay. So what else is in our makeup bag? Um, that mascara. Let's talk about mascara. Oh yeah. Same thing. Mascara. I mean, most of us don't even wash your mascara, right? We can't, there's no way it goes right back, but what is it doing? Same exact thing. There's bacteria on our eyes, right? That's why also, um, most people don't know this. There's a little jar symbol on, on most, actually all of our, it's required to be on all the packaging of, um, any personal care items. So whether it's your shampoo, your mascara, your lipstick, there's a little jar symbol and the jar symbol has a number inside of it. So six means six months. That's how long that product is good for. So um, sometimes items are 12 months, 24 is the maximum I've ever seen. Um, I can't imagine anything being good past one. But that number actually um, indicates that that's the amount of time, appropriate time you should use that item before you should toss it out. And it's not just because the item goes bad, but because the bacteria starts accumulating, all the, all the icky stuff start growing inside of that. And especially mascara because it's sealed, there's no air perfect breeding ground for bacteria. Anytime you have that, it's just fabulous for certain types to grow and, and colonize. I had no idea that that's not like, as you're saying that I'm looking at my various 
items here. And if it's not like mascara, I, I throw out after three months, whether I don't That's know. Great. I've never looked. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I, you know, I, you know, I learned a trick from somebody that I actually had on my podcast. I, I, probably, I don't know if it was last year or earlier this year. I can't remember offhand, but she had a really good tip. Um, now this is like with beauty products. I don't do it with my makeup, but I keep a Sharpie in my, in my med- like in my cabinet where I keep my beauty products. And when I open it, I write down the date. She I said general, general rule of thumb is a year to right. use a beauty product once you've opened it, a skincare. And so I write the date down because, you know, a year goes by really quickly and you're not paying attention. And then I know that, you know, to throw it out. And I, when she gave me that tip, I ended up going through my, when I had COVID, cleaned out my bathroom and, uh, oh, it must've been last year. Cause this was around Christmas time. And I went through my bathroom and just threw out stuff. If I didn't know, I'm like, oh, I might've had this for two years or something. I just threw everything out and started from scratch. And now I write the date down and it's been very helpful, but I don't do that with makeup. I certainly don't do that with the items that are in my makeup bag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and I know, I mean, I like, I'm fine. I just, I just saw this. I have like, I have all these different contact lenses in here, like fresh ones. Cause I'm always afraid I'll be stuck somewhere. And, you know, my contact lens will rip or I need a new one. And I just looked at these and some of these are like an old prescription. I don't even wear this one anymore. Well, let me scare you a little bit. So oh, no. now, now, now I just told you about your makeup bag being a breeding ground for bacteria, right? Especially yeah. E. coli and staphylococci. Those are the, the differences. So now it's been breeding on top of that uh, contact lens of yours, right? Stick, and I you're opening it. it and you're sticking oh. it right in your eyes. Oh my God. <laughs> so once in a while, it's good for everyone to take their makeup bag and just alcohol wipe everything, right? Just wipe it down. Um, and I used to be guilty of taking my mascara and putting a little bit of, um, what is it? Makeup remover inside of it to like loosen it up. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God, mask. really? I know. Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a great trick, by the way, if you have like, you know, um, anything that starts getting a little hard that you want to oh. loosen up, just add a couple drops of makeup remover in there and bam, I, you're good to go. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like when your nail polish gets, starts uh-huh. to get funky, you put a little bit of nail polish remover in there. I remember that. But yeah. I, you oh, know, yeah. I don't think I've done that with mascara since like the eighties, nineties, maybe, you know, <laughs> like before I knew, before I knew better, like now I just throw it out. If it's dry, it looks funky. If it smells bad, that is the other thing. If something doesn't smell right, get rid of it. Like I've noticed with lipsticks, like I'll pull out a color that, you know, cause everybody's got, well, most women have at least a few tubes of lipstick. You have different colors, for different things. And like red, I don't wear red very often, but like during the holidays, why not? I remember pulling out a lipstick that I loved, but I wear it like maybe three, four times a year. And I went to go put it on and I could, it didn't smell right. And I was mm-hmm. like, nope, out. And you know, mm-hmm. I just got rid of it. So I don't know. I mean, I know I'm better probably than most and I'm still not good. So I, mm-hmm. it scares me what I, I'm sure a lot of women are doing. And now that we're looking at my makeup bag, you know, I noticed like I should probably wipe the inside of it. Look at all the, I've got like, it's a black leather makeup bag, which I love, by the way. I've been carrying it for years. I ask me how many times I've cleaned it out with alcohol. Not at all. <laughs> Not That's at really all. bad. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm scared. It's going in the washer today. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> That's exactly, it. As soon as we're done. That's what I'm going to be like getting out the rubbing alcohol. Um, yeah. So 
what else? What are some other things? Okay, we talked about mascara, the beauty. Let's blender. talk about lipstick. Yes, let's talk about it. So old expired lipstick women <laughs> the, the, who are listening to this, if you notice, if you apply a lipstick from three years ago, your lips will start getting chapped, right? Like, I don't know if other people have noticed this. Like after two days of applying that, your lips will start getting, again, that's all the bacteria. Your, your skin's rejecting it, right? So um, lipstick's another one. It's like lip gloss, especially, because you're taking all that bacteria that was in your mouth and there's all different types, right? There's so many, we have, we have many, many different types of bacteria. So you're taking all this stuff and you're putting it right in there to colonize. Um, in a microbiome lab, they call that inoculation. You're inoculating. You take a little bit of a sample, you rub it in a Petri dish and you allow the bacteria to grow. We're literally doing that with our makeup bags at all times, right? So, so that our, our lipsticks and lip glosses are Petri dishes is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. So they are. Oh, I'm so, so <laughs> I know. Follow the expiration. And, and actually you mentioned um, like moisturizers. So I'm in the business of, of beauty care products and moisturizers, if you don't expose it to air or open it, right? You keep it in a sterile environment, it's good to go for years, right? But it's as soon as it gets exposed to, so even like the tip of your moisturizer you put on your hands, that bacteria travels in there. That's primarily the reason why the expiration date's there. Because as is, it, it'll be good. I mean, it, it's, it's stable enough to, to okay. sit on a shelf for a very long time, but it's actually the exposure to air and also um, the bacteria in your skin. And all you need is a tiny, tiny little bit. Bacteria are so good at that. Um, you just need a little tiny sample and they know how to colonize. They've, they're our um, oldest surviving ancestors. So they've learned how to survive under all, um, all circumstances. So, so what you, you're saying that expiration dates are really to protect us from ourselves, basically. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, not for all products, but um, for at least I'm, I'm specifically talking about face creams and moisturizers. Um, but sometimes like you'll buy a, uh, or a, let's say a moisturizer, some sort of, of skincare product. And it has an expiration date on the bottom, you know, on the, the, the packaging. And it's a real, it, it's an expiration date. And it doesn't matter if you've opened it or not opened it. And it's been sealed and whatever. It's just, I've had that happen because I get sent samples of things and I'll go through a lot of times, like I donate, I donate a lot of the, the beauty products for different charities. And I go through it because I, you know, I'm giving it away and I, I have to like, I literally write out a list of everything that's being given. So I know what I've donated and I check all the dates and sometimes it's something I never even opened, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. my, or, or it's got like two months before it expires. Yeah. So I just, I just pitch it. But I mean, what if you get something and you, you've held on to it, you've never used it or opened it, but the expiration date on the bottom has, has passed. Just throw, am I doing the right thing? Uh, I can't talk about every manufacturer, but there's different preservative systems that you can use in skincare, um, hair care, and so forth. So it just really depends. But most preservative systems that are used allow for that product to stay stable. And, and again, there's, it, it just really depends on the ingredients they use, too, yeah. right? Different types of extracts, where they're sourcing the extracts. So I don't want to talk for everyone. I'm going to specifically talk about our skincare line. It can be stable, sit on a shelf if it's not exposed for almost three years, right? Um, like the, our base products. Um, so right. 
Yeah, it just, it all depends. However, if it, if, if it was never open, it should be. And then also what, what ends up happening is separation starts happening. If something just sits there, it starts separating. So, you know, you're not getting the, the, the full benefits of the cream. Um, yeah, I, I definitely, that's another problem. I, I do know that, especially with like sunscreen, because right now it's big sunscreen screen time because it's summer. And um, a lot of people using like the tinted sunscreens for their face. And I do know if those are separating, you need to throw it out because oh, yeah. that, that means it's not working properly. I don't yeah, shake it exactly. and think you're going to get it to, you know, be better again. And, you know, I, it, it scares me because, you know, as I said, I know a lot more than probably most women, not as much as you, obviously, because I'm, but, and I, I find my, that I'm making mistakes. So if I'm making mistakes, mm-hmm. I can only imagine what other, what other people are doing. But I, so do you think though, if it does say uh, an expiration date on the container or on the packaging, I, I, I'm inclined to just, if I, even if I haven't opened it, I get rid of it. As a general rule, as a general rule, yes, toss it out. Because for example, even acids, alpha hydroxy, beta hydroxy, over time, they either lose their potency or become even more potent. And you don't want to actually put yourself at risk of potentially burning yourself. You know, the right. pH could go up or down depending on the environment that it was sitting in. So as a general rule, I don't want to mislead anyone. As a general rule, yes. Follow the instructions. If you see that little jar symbol, lady, that's what it means. That's um, amazing. I didn't yeah. know that. Thank you for yeah, sharing that. Yeah, that's of course. Of course. It's a requirement, actually. The FDA requires all beauty, personal care products to have that um, Interesting. on their packages. I, now I'm yeah. going to be... I'm going to, I know I've noticed it before. I just didn't know what it was, you know, Yeah. and now I know. Um, but I do think that, um, I mean, I understand I, I have a lot more skincare and beauty products because I'm sent samples. I I understand most women go out and buy what they need as they need it. So Mm -hmm. don't, you know, use, use your stuff. You know, that was the other thing that I, that I did learn from this, this person. It's like, use your stuff. Like, don't just save it for a special occasion. Like if you're going to spend money on like, you know, something, a beauty product that's kind of pricey and you're just using it for special occasions and using something cheaper, it, it, it's going to go bad. So you're wasting your money. You might as well just use mm-hmm. it. And I, no, totally. that, that's something that I don't save your beauty products for, you know, special occasions, like use them besides that's how they work, right? If you use mm-hmm. them continuously, you're going to get the most benefits out of them. So um, just to get, before we go on and talk about some other stuff, I'm, I'm just want to, I'm going through my, my beauty bag here and I just realized, look, I, I have different lip glosses. I'm like obsessed with stuff on my lips. I'm one of those people that has to have something on my lips 24 seven. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and if I, I will actually put stuff on my, I have it on my nightstand and I'll put <laughs> Stuff. I love I'm, it. Yeah, I'm. I'm like no, I. But it's like I'm addicted. Dedication. Yeah. I, it's not just dedication. It's this weirdness that I. If I don't have something on my lips, I, they feel dry to me, and I'm not comfortable. Does that make sense? Mm. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Um, yeah, but I'm. I'm going through my purse, right? My makeup bag right now, and I'm pulling out. Oh, here's something. This is an eyebrow. I, this has been in here forever. This is going in the garbage. This is. I mean, I don't even think there's anything on it anymore. You know, what is that? Is, is it a mascara? It's like, a, it's like eyebrow. Um, oh, eyebrow. You know, uh, that's another thing. My, my eyebrows <sighs> are, my, are my thing. So I'm going through this. Of course, I got dental floss. Um, oh, another lip thing. Look at this. Another one. So these are like little breeding grounds of germs. And yeah, then, basically. and then sometimes my makeup bag gets hot because I'm walking around outside or whatever. And that can't be perfect. Good. 
That's oh my God, the bacteria part. love you. They love what? you for it. <laughs> it's perfect. The more warm, moist, dark, like that's, oh, that's yeah. where they like to grow and, and live. Oh, yeah. Look, more. And you know, some of them are actually, some of these uh, bacteria are actually antibiotic resistant, meaning you can't even use an antibiotic for it, right? They're resistant oh. to all of that. So um, they're, they're considered super bugs. You don't want to get one of those. Okay. I've literally emptied. Oh, oh, there's another lip gloss. Oh my God. Okay. So far I've got four in my bag. This is ridiculous. Now that I'm emptying it, it's none of this is going back in and I'm going to like clean it out. Here's like a really old, um, concealer. Oh my God, guys, this is really embarrassing. I mean, but I'm sharing it. Oh, I've got a band aid from like, probably. You know, from the <laughs> That's I like I would ever, ever put that on my body. Oh, an eyeliner. How about eyeliner? That's got to be bad too, right? Yeah, same thing. But if you're sharpening them yeah. over time, yeah, those are good. Um, the rolling ones are the ones that are dangerous. You know, the ones that you twist, those are, oh. those are the ones that you want, you should oh, try look, to use. Same eyeliner, different. Look at this. Same, but this is a stick. This is, this is a crayon one. No, that the other kind I leave at home. Um, but okay, this is bad. All right. You, I'm going to go clean this out afterwards. I've got a hand cream. I, I, I'm I like, it's the contact lenses and the, like, like I really need five lip, lip glosses, lip balms and glosses. That's crazy. And a lip pencil, which looks like it's seen better days, but I actually really do use this one. Um, but most people also leave their brushes in their makeup bag, right? They have mm-hmm. their, uh, so all of that carries stuff and it just spreads. So that, I think that's the, that's the gist of, of this conversation. It's like, it's using not just it, one thing. Yeah. It's, it's everything. It's the combination of all the things that you're using and you're touching and it's interacting with. And so people use it, you know, they're in their bathroom um, and they just dump their makeup in their bathroom saying, God knows what was in there that you're picking up and putting back into your makeup bag. And it's just growing. Just think so of right, your makeup bag as a breeding ground. For I can see that. And then if something's contaminated in there, like let's do exactly. safe, like a brush that has touched your face and now it's in a, in a dark, like sealed place, it's now contaminating everything else, and you're touching it. Exactly. And you're like, oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so close yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's appalling. Um, so now we know how it gets in there. So what are your suggestions? Just wiping stuff down, checking the dates, and wiping it down with alcohol. Right? That's the best thing. Exactly. To do. Exactly. Just okay. once a week, empty the makeup bag, wipe everything down very quickly, put it back in. Right. Um, Lip gloss, if you can, same thing after every application, just wipe the tip with an alcohol wipe if you can. Uh, lipstick, same thing. Just taking a small, we obviously we can't protect ourselves against all of it, but taking small precautions, right? Every single day, just getting into the habit of wiping things down, having a little alcohol wipe to take care of before putting really it back. At, I got really good at wiping stuff down during COVID, but that was like my groceries. No, I didn't think about this. I mean, I guess I should think about that now. I mean, I won't not think about it now. That's for sure. Right. I mean, isn't it crazy that the bacteria they actually found in the makeup bags is E. coli. Do you know where you find E. coli? In your feces. E. coli is found in your feces. So just think about it. Yeah. Um, Oh my God. Is everybody totally grossed out like me? Yeah. That's what they found a majority of. So it's not yucky. <laughs> like how did it Basically, get there? It's picking so it up somewhere. You're putting shit on your face and in your body. Pretty much. Basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so disgusted <laughs> right now. Like I, I want to go wash my hands. I'm so grossed out. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I think, I think we're, is there anything else in our makeup bag we should know about? So wipe it down. Um, your do not, how about not bring your beauty blender with you? Like leave it at home and try to wash it. Guys, you can, if you don't use my trick, YouTube, how to, how to clean those things or throw them out because it's, you know, um, at least I know my fingers when I use it to blend my makeup, They're, those are clean when I, cause I'm, I constantly wash my hands when I'm put, applying makeup. So that's so scary to me that I'm so good about applying my face for the day and I'm so careful, but then I'm like, during the day I'm applying stuff that's like all bacteria and gross. And yeah, yeah. Oh my, Oh God. Ugh. Yeah. I kind of have the heebie jeebies right now. Um, anything else about that? Anything else? No, I mean, just taking everyday precautions. I think the beauty blender is the most dangerous, uh, culprit in your bag really, because most people wet, wet the beauty blender before application, you know, that's, that's how it's advertised, like to get it to puff up a little bit and then put your foundation on it. So once you do that, it's just a perfect breeding ground, whereas everything else is pretty dry for the most part. So um, yeah. it's difficult, but the beauty blender is the dangerous one. So everyone watch out for that. And then never, ever, ever, I, I hope no one's doing this, share other people's makeup um, because the bacteria on their face could be very, very different from yours. Now you're taking what they have and put it on and they could cause breakouts. It could cause acne. It could cause all sorts of different things. Pink eye, if you're using someone else's mascara, hope no one is. Um, yeah, no. yeah, eye infections skin infections, you name it. Uh, so never, I hope no like, it's like sharing a toothbrush. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Ew. Or, you know, when you get your makeup done, uh, professionally, <gasps> yeah, you ask them, did you, yeah. Did you clean up your, clean your tool? I mean, I know people who are, who are religious about just using their own <clears throat> makeup, even when they're um, getting their makeup done professionally, they bring their own products. Uh, they don't trust anybody else, especially for weddings, right. When you're getting ready uh, as a bridesmaid and Oh my so gosh. I didn't so. think of that. And I'm like, what about if you go to a department store, you know, and same thing. Them- I mean, hopefully they have enough protocol to, to clean things at the end of the day, but you just never know, but if you they can't can- control other people. Yeah, right? that's true. And, and, and if they do it at the end of the day, that entire day that you've been there, exactly. you know, when you come in, that's everybody that was before you that day. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Really making when you're testing things. stuff at department stores, be careful about that too. Um, yeah. you know, never, I hope no one's, you know, using the brush that the product comes with or you're touching the powder and putting it on your skin. Who knows how many other people have touched that? So oh, careful. Oh, I, yeah. I'll never, I'll never do that at Sephora again. I mean, but usually <laughs> like at Sephora, they have like the, a single use like mascara wand thing, but still yeah. that makes me you, don't, you have, don't know who, who used it before you. They could have double dipped. They yeah, double dipped. I was just thinking that. They could have double dipped. Yeah, people uh, can't control what other people do, but you can control what you do. And uh, Now, one yeah. more thing before we move on. So I know, like, I have, a, I have a friend who, this is funny, she won't use a beauty product that comes in a jar with, you know, some of the jars, they have that, that top thing that you press down on so a little uh-huh, bit uh-huh, comes uh-huh. out. So you don't, you don't contaminate with your fingers and you don't stick your fingers in a jar, scoop it up because once you close the lid, you've contaminated it or you use like those little spatula things, but who really cleans those right right, Right. regularly? I mean, come on. Uh So she's like, 
She, that's her biggest pet peeve are the beauty products where it's just a jar that you dip your finger into mm, instead yeah. of squeezing it out, you know? And I, yeah. you know, I think about that. So once, once I talk to all of you people, I'm like completely neurotic now about beauty products. <laughs> <laughs> or the eye creams. Those are the words because they typically come in jars and you're going and, and the skin yeah. around the eyes is the thinnest. Right. Got a lot of blood vessels here. You've got nerves here. You've got a lot of things going on around your eyes. You should be very, very careful about. Um, so the eye creams are the, the ones you should really use the scooper for. Yeah, I know, but I, I, if you do use the scooper, I mean, you need to be cleaning it every, you know, after every, yeah. and that can be, you know, a pain. I mean, I, it's, I guess it's not that hard. I, you can just rinse it off with some antibacterial soap and just do it. But I think I know with eye cream now, I just use stuff in a tube. You know, because I just don't That's want it. I don't want it to go back in with my germs on it. I'm pretty careful about that kind of stuff. I mean, pretty much, but I'm, I, I can guarantee I've made some mistakes. Okay. Are we, let's switch gears here and let's talk sure. about, let's talk about chiral and what is it? Your, your skincare. Yeah. Chiral is a personalized uh, product line. So we custom formulate every single one of our products for the individual. Um, we, I mentioned earlier that we have certain bases pre-made. It's like a chef cooking in a kitchen. So we do that, but then we adjust it for the individual. So our moisturizers, if you need something heavier, um, we, we make it, you know, we emulsify it or whatever we need to. We add certain extracts that are for your specific skin concerns and your skin goals. Um, and then our, our current product line is the first step. It's a four-step process all around the cellular turnover cycle of the body. So what is that? What is the cellular turnover cycle? When we're born, this process happens every two weeks. That's why a baby's skin is so beautiful and fresh and plump. But as we get older, um, it starts to slow down to the point that by our 50s, the cellular turnover cycle happens every 90 days. So if you can imagine this dead skin just kind of piles up on top of your, uh, your skin. And then if you have certain crevices, like we get wrinkles as we get older, these dead skin cells get deeper and deeper into these crevices and they make these wrinkles even deeper and deeper, right? So um, what can we do to speed up the cellular turnover cycle? We can exfoliate, exfoliate, exfoliate. But, um, and there's different types of exfoliants. There's physical and there's chemical. Um, right. Chemical exfoliants are like alpha hydroxy acids, beta hydroxy acids, retinoids, so forth. And then physicals are, um, you know, like your pumice stone and, and your scrubs. And then you could also um, get dermabrasion and so forth. So exfoliation is a key. And what ends up happening is with alpha hydroxy acids, they're different than retinoids, not to geek out, but um, so alpha hydroxy acids basically break down the bonds that hold the skin cells together. Once those bonds uh, get broken up, that top layer gets slewed, your body gets a signal of, uh-oh, the top layer is gone. We've got to pump up more cells to the surface. Right. That's how alpha and beta hydroxy acids work. And retinoids work a different way. They pump the cells from the bottom to the surface and the top layer starts to shed. So um, our entire product line revolves around the cellular turnover cycle. So once you slew off the cells, you get new cells to get, uh, get pumped to the surface, you need to support the structure. Right. right. And so our second step is a, um, a bioplacenta serum and why bioplacenta because the placenta is the, um, nourishes the baby for the first nine months. Right. And so we've taken all those great growth factors that help support a life in those first nine months and we've bottled it up. 
That second step, third step is a moisturizer to help protect your skin um, and nourish it from the outside. And the fourth one is a supplement so that you supplement from the inside because uh, you need to do both outside and so we've got this holistic process, but then we're like, wait a minute, for some people to really get effective anti-aging benefits, you need prescription grade products. And the retinoids that are off, off the shelf are not nearly as potent as what you can get from a dermatologist. So right. now we're adding a telederm service, uh, a virtual dermatologist for less than $50. You have access to your dermatologist for an entire year. Oh, wow. And, um, we, they prescribe the products and the products come with our branding on it, our packaging, and it's all prescription grade. So, so it's prescription grade. Now you can get yeah, the higher grade. Okay. Exactly. Good. It's a prescription, the doctor, but not only are you getting the prescription grade product, you have access to your dermatologist for an entire year. So if you need hyperpigmentation cream, we got that too. Hydroquinone is, is a great um, cream for, for um, melasma, hyperpigmentation, any uh, scarring, acne scars that are left. Uh, hydroquinone is like the queen bee of, of, <laughs> right, um, right. of yeah, hyperpigmentation. And then we have rosacea, cream for rosacea. Um, we have a concoction for, for people who suffer from rosacea. And then we also treat acne. So those are the four areas we're going to focus on. Anti-aging, rosacea, hyperpigmentation, and acne. Um, wow. But There's that's, like that's just... Okay. Yeah, that's just half the business. And then the other half is if anybody wants to come in, they can. Right now we're running a special for $9.99. You can join, become a consultant, and basically promote the products and you'll get 40% of every single sale. So um, it's really great if you want to turn this into a business, you can. Or if you want to just enjoy the products as a customer, of course, come on over. That's well, something really great. I did I did take the test online just to say. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay, I like doing stuff. You know, I just like to see, you know, and then I, it helps me understand the brands a bit better if there's, and I like that, that, that it's personalized, but like, what if, do you recommend, like, what if somebody doesn't really know, like, about their, like, about their skin or the results and, you know, I, what, how do they get through that? Is that like when the dermatologist, the, the telnet dermatologist comes in handy? Do they help you with that part of it or? Yeah. Well, I mean, we created the quiz and it's funny you bring this up because a friend of mine, uh, he's a, he's a guy and he's like, well, I don't know what my skin tone right. is. Right. And I'm like, well, go in front of a mirror, but you're right. Some of the questions we still have to continuously tweak and it's very dangerous when companies don't continuously evolve and listen to their customers. Right. But we've made the quiz in a way that you could, um, like this example that I give you, what's your skin tone? If you don't know, then yeah, we have to adjust that question so that uh, it makes it a lot more intuitive, but we've made the questions in a way that anyone could really answer right. it. Yeah. No. Um, it do you have, what kind of skin do you have? I think most people will know if they have dry skin or what are your skin concerns? That's yes. very important to us, right? right. Um, most people are on our site because they have anti-aging concerns or they have scarring or whatever it may be. So well, I noticed like as I've gotten older, like I always, I had oily skin when I was younger, um, very, you know, like acne prone, whatever, when I was younger, but now that I'm older, there's still some areas that are oily, but now I'm combating drier areas, wrinkles, the whole, you know, everything. So yeah. um, it's, it's now I'm like the combination person, you know? And yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it evolves. Your skin evolves with you. Um, right. Right. And that's, and, and also it's not just your skin, it's 
your environment too. And, and people forget about that. Like, okay, you move from humid. I, I grew up in New Jersey, very, very humid summers. Now I'm in California. It's dry, especially Los Angeles. Not only is it dry, it's polluted, right? So right. I need certain things to, to combat the pollution that, that um, happens here. So we do that too. We add antioxidants to help. Uh, and we have this really cool product. It's called Phyto-V. It's a plant-based polymer. And what that does is it protects your skin from pollution from, and we've done, uh, we've done clinical studies on it. It's really cool. So it prevents pollution from entering your skin in the first place. It's really helpful if you're in Los oh. Angeles. <laughs> well, I'm in New York, so I know about pollution. Okay. Not, you get it. <laughs> not the same pollution, but you know, we have, we definitely have it. So what about, like, so where can people find chiral? And I'd be better spell it for everybody because it's spelled. Right. Let me tell you. Yeah. Here, tell me. Tell the, us the, the name. Everyone's like, what does chiral mean? So uh, sure. since I've been geeking out up until now. I might as well. Uh, a chirality is a chemistry term and it means mirror image. So just think about your left hand, your right hand, right? But that molecule, it's really interesting because that molecule is made up of the same exact structure, but because it's a mirror image, it behaves totally different in your body. And I was like, oh my God, that's homage to us humans. We're all made up of the same stuff, but um, you know, we're all still very different too. And you know, mirror image being a reflection. But anyways, that's where the name comes from. And it's www.qyral.com. Okay. And um and your Instagram, you have an Instagram, same at, at Q-Y-R-A-L. And then you have yes. a Facebook, right? Same. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Okay. This has, been inter- this has been really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously I have my marching orders as soon as we're done. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to be cleaning stuff out as soon as we hang off. <laughs> <laughs> you and I both. Actually, I'm like, oh, I haven't cleaned mine in a while. So I know. And everybody, go look up how to clean your, your beauty blenders uh, or, or throw them out. Or just yeah. Throw, yeah. Seriously. Know? Seriously. Yeah. There's an expiration date on our products, but not our beauty uh, tools. And there really needs to be like our brushes, things like that. And don't Either stick it in your makeup or... bag as you go about yeah. Although like, you know, again, with travel and stuff, I mean, I have to admit there's going to be one in my, in my travel bag, but make it's, you know, and you think like, Oh, I'm just, uh, whatever. I'm kind of grossed out. I'll throw it out before I have to act. That's for sure. Because then it's contaminating everything else that's in your bag. That's the part. Yeah. Not just your face, but oh my God. Exactly. It's just spreading. It's a breeding ground. Just think of it as a, as a Petri dish. That's your makeup yeah. bag. And, and you don't have anything away from this talk. You left your makeup me- bag as a Petri dish. As a Petri dish. And you left yeah. the thought of E. coli. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm like really kind of grossed out now. And yeah. I'm going to be throwing a lot out. So thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up? I no, thank like you, you give us a lot of nuggets. I really love the thing about the little jar with the number in it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I will be looking, I'm looking at what's in my makeup bag and I know I also am like now blind as a bat right now. I can't read the print or it's, or in this case, it's rubbed off. So that's, that's a bad sign. Um, but thank you so much. This has been fascinating. Of course, of course, of course. And, uh, Thank you. Thanks so much. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. I have a new pro aging podcast bi-weekly, so please contact Lauren at fountainof30.com for sponsorship opportunities. Take care, everybody, and remember, throw out that expired stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
Get up with a beauty blender in your makeup bag, okay? Or a brush, okay? <laughs> Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.